Blessed are you, O Virgin Mary. Without dying, you won the martyr's crown beneath the cross of your son. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. <clears throat> Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister Mary, wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and his disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took Mary into his home. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the seven sorrows of Mary. What happened was when Jesus was presented, as was the Jewish ritual, to the, to the temple, a man named Simeon, and you know this from Luke's story, predicted that this child would be the rise and fall of many and that he would break her heart. Well, there's probably not a mother alive whose heart wasn't broken by her child's first fall or first hurt or first pain. Uh, but this, these were different. These were predictions that would follow the life of Jesus. And that was the first sorrow, the prediction that her life would be uh, changed with this child. Then the kid is born in very difficult circumstances in Bethlehem. And they have to leave. They have to leave Bethlehem because at that point Herod was killing all the first newborn boys. So that's the second sorrow. Then he grows up and they go to Jerusalem for the festivities of, of the Passover. And they're all going back home and Mary notices that in their caravan they can't find J Jesus, the child, maybe 12 years old. So they go back to Jerusalem, searching, searching for him. And there they find him in the temple teaching the doctors of the law, teaching the, the priests, responding to their questions and asking more questions. And you know the great um, question. Mary said, why did, why did you do this to us? And he said, why do you search for me? Uh, didn't you know I would be in my father's house? I, I love that phrase. That's why I always consider church here or uh, St. John's the father's house. And when there are children there making noise, leave them. They're, the father. They're singing praise in their father's house. Then life goes on and she follows Jesus as many of the disciples did. And then he's, 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 he's sent to crucifixion. On his way to crucifixion, he's walking what we now call the Via Dolorosa, the, the way of sorrows. And there he meets his mother. So that's another one of the, the, the crosses that she bears and the sword that pierces her heart. Then the crucifixion itself. And you heard today's gospel from John. She's at the bottom of the cross. And the responsorial psalm is very beautiful. Not the responsorial psalm, the Alleluia. Without dying, you won the, the martyr's crown. She in a sense, died with Jesus there on the cross, but she didn't, of course. And she's there at the foot of the cross. When Jesus gives John and all of us his own mother to take into our lives, into our hearts. Then the next sorrow is taking the body down from the cross. 
And I can't imagine what that must have been like. The, the crucifixion is always very clean. We have very pretty crosses that represent Jesus. But the actual crucifixion was the worst kind of death that the Romans could think of. We even use the word excruciating pain. And it comes from the cross. It was the worst pain. First of all, carrying the cross up to Golgotha, being nailed either in his wrists or palms, probably the wrist like right here where the bone could really stick onto the, to the wood. He was nailed. Some were nailed and some were tied. He was nailed. And his feet were nailed also. And we have come to see from Roman excavations in ancient Jerusalem that the nails were through his like his ankles, and the ankles were on either side of the cross, not overlapping like this, but either side of the cross to really bang them in there and hold them on to the cross. Because one of the elements of the crucifixion is that when you're stretched out like this, your body couldn't take a deep breath. So actually what Jesus died for, besides died of besides his shedding of blood was asphyxiation he, he suffocated the fluid in his lungs just filled up and he because he couldn't catch a breath his both feet are nailed to the side of the beam of the cross mary's there again and her seventh sorrow is placing him in the tomb when we go to the holy land in march we will be there. We will be at the site of Golgotha, the site of the, the crucifixion, site of the burial tomb, and commemorate Via Dolorosa, the sorrowful way. So I look forward to that. And if you're interested in coming with us, let us know. But to, to be where Jesus actually walked, to be where Mary followed him, is a great experience, a human experience, but a very spiritual experience as well. And we focus on that part of Mary's life today in which she suffered her humanity. She suffered her humanity for Jesus. And there on the cross, she, it seals the deal. He's being, Mary's being told by her own son, this is it, take this kid as yours, and John, take this mother as yours, and with that, she becomes our mother. So we commemorate Mata Dolorosa as people who share in our own sorrows. There are so many sorrows in the world, so many sorrows in our own life. Bring them to Mary. Let her talk to you about them. Reflect on her strength going through her sorrows. When I was a child, I used to love this feast day because uh, we would go to Mass, because the school was right around the corner, and we'd go to Mass, and there'd be a huge statue of Our Lady of Sorrows dressed in black. And it was a very Italian tradition. Many countries have it, South American countries, Filipinos. But Mary dressed in black with a black veil. And, and just it was just a, a very moving statue. Here I am attracted to the physical beauty of that statue. And eventually, when I was running the chapel at William Patterson, uh, friends of ours made a copy of that statue, and they were Sicilians, so they had the, 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 the tr true feel of it with Mary, and if you, you could see it on my site. Mary, dressed in black, with lace around her, her face and uh, her lace handkerchief, 
tradition, tradition, nothing really connected to the real event, but tradition. And that's how we keep our faith alive. We keep our faith alive by doing this, coming to church and, and reading the scriptures and following the traditions of our church. And of course, the most famous and significant tradition is the cross and resurrection. That, our whole life depends on that. This life and our life to come. So when you're walking your own crosses up your Via Dolorosa, walk with Mary, walk with Jesus. Carry his cross and help him, let him carry your cross. The Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows.